FBI. I'm Jack Edwards. Jack Edwards, the voice of the Boston Bruins. It's like a heartbeat with this team. Boom, boom. Jack Edwards joins Ordway Merloni and Fourier live on Sports Radio WEEI. And who has more fun than us? Get up! All right, back here on OMF, as I mentioned, the Bruins of the Capitals go at it. Uh, tonight, coverage begins at 6 on Nesson, and the TV voice of the Boston Bruins, Jack Edwards, joins us live right now on the Harbor One Hotline. Mr. Jack, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, boys? We're doing oh, well. Oh, just doing great. dandy, Jack. Doing well. It's a Friday, you know. We're yeah. hanging out. Oh, it's Fourier's best day. We've only we've only said Cam Newton at least only ten times. No, just once today, I think. <laughs> so let me tell you what uh, I'm I'm happy with this year. I'm happy that they're not playing Vancouver tonight. I have nothing against Vancouver other than this new divisional format, playing the same seven teams all year, reminds me of City against the team that yeah. you just played last night. Are you enjoying this? <laughs> Yeah, I love it. You know, I, I've long been an advocate of uh, rearranging the schedule and get rid of the odd game against the division that's in your conference. You know, they, they either play two at Madison Square Garden and one at uh, TD Garden or vice versa in, in every other year. Get rid of that odd game and uh, shave the non-conference schedule and go 3-3 three and three against every division opponent and next year, when they go to 32 teams, have two of those games, two of those home games, and two of those away games be in a row. Because the second game that we're going to see tonight, <laughs> they are in a lather before the game. They can't wait to get at each other, and it's made for some really spirited hockey. Yeah, Jack, kind of. I got to admit, you know, that game got low chippies. Outstanding game the other night, watching it and. And it's kind of uncomfortable knowing that, you know, Chowers returned to the garden. It was kind of like when, um, you know, I don't even try to think like Florida when um, Sean Thornton went down there and things got a little chippy. And I'm sitting there saying, like you said, it's chippy. So going into the, the night, do you have like a line ready? I mean, what if Chara squares off with somebody? And, and, and I know you're all excited about when Chara beats the hell out of other people, but doesn't that sort of make you, uh, it's going to get very physical and Chowers going to have to end someone's life? Yeah, yeah. It could happen. Um, Trent Frederick is uh, the latest candidate to be uh, the bad guy on Fights the Bruins. And, uh, it, yeah, if he can make it through his rookie season without getting his head taken off, I think he's going to be an icon in this town. Uh, the kid has guts, and he's smart about it. He tried to go to Ovechkin into a, uh, a major penalty, and, and Ovechkin should have gotten one. And uh, he, he tried to goad Tom Wilson um, in the closing seconds of that game. So, you know, the, the guy looks like a wild man, but he's really playing his role smartly. Yeah, you know, Jack, I want to ask you about that, the Ovechkin hit on Frederick with, the, you know, slashing him right in the ding-ding. I, I just, I'm amazed that it was only a $5,000 fine. Like, these guys don't think it's a big deal. Like, to me, it's like $5,000... For when somebody basically takes a weapon and hits another man in a very important part of their body and only gets $5,000 penalty, like this, there's no way this is ever going to go away. Yeah, yeah. And it, you're absolutely right, Christian. And, uh, you know, consider that Ovechkin is still on what, when he signed it, was a max contract. He took up as much of a percentage of Washington's salary cap 
as they possibly could under the CBA. And, you know, 5000 bucks to him is like, I'm sure he's left bigger tips in, in his life uh, after a night of uh, vodka shots at some <laughs> Washington bar. So, so you know, Dean Morton and Pierre Lambert were the two referees, and they come up with cross-checking on Frederick. I can see that. You know, he hit him three times. And roughing, roughing on Ovechkin, a two-minute penalty for roughing? Yeah, I would say that's rough. <laughs> I would also say spearing a man in the groin, which is automatically suspendable or should be, and they give him a two-minute penalty. Amazing. That's just absurd. And, and you know, one of these guys is going to end up roughing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, maybe both. And, you know, that that's ridiculous. And, and you put it in perspective to the penalties that were called earlier in the night, and it's outrageous that Ovechkin only gets two minutes. But, you know, that was not the difference in the game. The Bruins have to play faster. They have to get inside ice, as Bruce Cassidy describes it. They have to get in Vanacek's face. They have to get the puck. Take no prisoners. We're talking to our buddy uh, Jack Edwards. It's obvious by the number of games that this team has played right now, they're going to be in the mix. So Bob McKenzie mentions the other night that the Bruins are in a prime position to add a prominent defenseman, maybe uh, another front-line guy. What do you want to see them do for the, to get ready for the playoffs? Well, they got plenty of right shots, so that limits your options to uh, a left shot if you're going to add an ideal player. Um, Roman Yossi, maybe, uh, because Nashville is in uh, fire sale mode. Um, They still need scoring wings. Jake DeBrusque is off to the slowest uh, goal-scoring start of his career. Uh, David Krejci hasn't found the goal-scoring Magic yet. Uh, he's gone 16 games without scoring a goal. Uh, that's the longest goalless stretch for Krejci since uh, his rookie year of record. He played a handful of games the year before, but uh, the, his second year in the league was actually his rookie year officially. Uh, I, I would always like to add a defenseman before the playoffs, but if you bring a guy in, uh, he's got to make an impact. And if you're bringing a defenseman in, you're talking about somebody who's probably elite and a package of uh, second and third tier players is not going to get it done. I'm sure that any team that is uh, trading a Norris caliber trophy, uh, Norris trophy caliber defenseman, such as Roman Yossi, who won it last year, uh, would demand uh, a king's ransom in return, and and I'm not willing to to part with uh, certainly not Charlie McAvoy, and and uh, I think Saboral has acquitted himself nicely, and uh, I even think Lausanne is is a really solid future defenseman. So, you know, I, they they got to be careful with uh, with who they part with. Hey, Jack, I know you saw, probably saw Fluto Shinzawa's article in The Athletic talking about um, Jack Eichel. And 
I don't know if you're interested. Obviously, great player. If they're 24 years old, could be a sentiment for a very long, long time. But he did mention if you're interested in him, it might be Charlie McAvoy or David Pasternak. So give me your take on that as far as uh, how far do you want to go if you are interested in him at all? Two untouchables because those are guys who not only are great players at their respective positions, but um, they aren't even at their ceilings yet. And Eichel certainly isn't at his ceiling either, but the intangible of McAvoy and Pasternak both totally buying into the Bruins culture and not trying to hit the ball out of the park every time they come up for a contract. Um, you know, that's, that's really important. Um, Patrice Bergeron signed a long-term contract a few years ago, and we kind of scratched our heads because he left millions of dollars on the table. But the nature of that contract and the quality of Bergeron's play says he accepts that, you know, several million dollars a year is plenty to live on unless you're living an outrageous lifestyle. And it sort of puts uh, a cap culture into place. And the, the Bruins have that, right? And, and despite their shortcomings uh, or perceived shortcomings of personnel, uh, they have flexibility because of the Bergeron mentality. And, and that's really, really important. If you bring Eichel on and you realize that he's not a good fit, it's too late. You can't get Pasternak back. You can't get McAvoy back. So we're talking to Jack Edwards. Uh, obviously, the Bruins Capitals are going to be on Nesson tonight. Oh, well, actually, can you watch? Uh, you know, them on YouTube. Are you, are you able to watch them? No, Fubo, Fubo, Fubo is what it is. Yeah, Lou's been having some Fubo. issues with yeah. his Yubu, Yubu, his uh, YouTube account. I'm good now. I'm also uh, good. I was going to ask you. You mentioned Jake DeBrusque, and you talked about yeah. how he was getting off to a slow start. Um, I mean, even actually, you can throw Charlie Coyle in there. Also, both those guys had more than 30 points last year. What do you think the issue is with those guys? I, I think uh, Jake needs to look at more video. Uh, that's just one my, man's opinion who never played the game higher than the peewee level. So, you know, I respect uh, how proud he is, and, and uh, I certainly think that he's working at improving his output. But uh, last, uh, last night, uh, Wednesday night's uh, Washington game, you saw a couple of instances where he was one and done near the blue paint. You know, contrast that with T.J. Oshie, who stops in front of the goal, and he's there for second-chance pucks. He's there to get his head kicked in sometimes, but he's there. And that is where you score dirty goals in the NHL, and that's what Jake DeBrusque has to do more of in my humble opinion. So, you know, I, I would consult Brick <laughs> more than myself. But, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's what I want to see more of from Jake DeBrusque. All right, Jack, if there's one team that's giving the Bruins trouble right now, it is the Islanders. I am not one who thinks that coaches seem to translate from one team to another. But how much does Barry Trotz who gave them fits when he was coach at Washington, have to do with what the Islanders are doing against the Bruins? Well, 
I, I hold Barry Trotz in highest regard. Uh, he has been an unbelievable coach since he was coaching in the AHL in Portland, Maine. Uh, he went to Nashville where he had to manage a tight, tight budget, and then he gets to go to Washington, and voila, he wins the Stanley Cup, and Ted Leonsis doesn't want to re-sign him because he's asking for five years? How stupid was that? But, but uh, Trotz, Trotz is doing his magic on Long Island, and, you know, the, if you've been following the standings day by day, the Islanders have shot upward with hardly any offense. But as the old cliche goes, defense wins championships, and Barry Trotz's teams play a heavy brand of hockey. They, they give the Bruins fits because the Bruins, in their current state, are not getting inside ice, and, and that's a matter that they're going to have to show tonight. You know, that's a quality that they're going to have to show more of tonight because Washington is the same kind of heavy team. Bruins and Caps nice. tonight. It all begins at 6 o'clock on Nesson, and Jack will have all of the play-by-play. Who has more fun than you, Jack Edwards? Nobody. <laughs> Talk to you down the Nobody. road, buddy. You got it. All right, thanks. See you easy. There's Jack Edwards coming up next. Uh, is it a rebuild for the Patriots, or is it a one-year, let's get back in contention? We get to all of that and more still to come right here on OMF.